Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 49, How They Stick. Animals in the intertidal zone have a hard job. They hold their breath for hours on end, bake in the hot sun, freeze in the cold air, are exposed to two different suites of predators depending on whether the tide is in or out. It's a tough life. Add to that kinetic energy, the energy of motion. In many types of intertidal habitats, waves are a significant source of kinetic energy. Waves crash on the shore, and the shoreline is the final repository of the energy that was transferred from wind to water far out at sea. On that shoreline, energy transforms from the water wave we know and love to sound, a tiny bit of heat, and movement of sediment and anything not fixed to the substrate or rigidly held in place. Some intertidal animals and algae stick themselves firmly and permanently to the hard substrate below. Think of barnacles or rockweed. Once attached, they don't move again. When ocean waves crash on the shore, these animals hold fast. They can be scoured away by sea ice in the winter, but are generally safe from damage from normal waves hitting the shore. Other animals, though, have a much more nuanced approach to the danger of getting washed off rocks by a wave. They stick when they need to, but release and move when they don't. If you've ever taken a close look at the underside of a sea star, you've probably seen what is one of their claims to fame, the tube feet. On the common or northern sea star found in these parts, hundreds of tiny tube feet wave in the air when you turn the star upside down. And if you lay it down on its top, the tube feet initiate its reorientation by extending and feeling around until they make contact with a hard surface below. Most of us have been under the assumption either by coming to the conclusion on our own due to observation or having been told that the tube feet exert suction on the substrate the sea star wants to attach to, whether that is wedging itself into a rock crevice or gripping onto a blue mussel it intends to eat. Likewise, the limpets and chitons discussed in episodes 47 and 48 are often characterized as exerting suction with their muscular feet. In either case, the implication is that these creatures can form temporary and very strong suction cups with parts of their bodies that enable them to stay stuck when needed. More recent research has shown this to be not entirely true. While there may be some level of physical suction, it turns out that a wide variety of organisms that appear to stick in the intertidal zone do so through chemical means, which is a fancy way of saying they glue themselves to the rock. And this glue is in the form of mucus. These unrelated organisms have all evolved various forms of adhesive mucus that is, importantly, instantly reversible. While each organism makes its own special sauce, they share many components in common. All are a mix of water, proteins, carbohydrates, and some inorganic molecules, and they're highly resistant to breaking down. To release the glue so that an organism can move again, they secrete a different set of enzymes, which decomposes the adhesive components of the mucus. And an organism can do this quite quickly, stick, release, stick, release, like a sea star and its hundreds of individual feet as it moves along the bottom, or more methodically, like a limpet that stays adhered during the daytime or at low tide and only releases at high tide during the night to cruise around and graze. Some research have identified multiple forms of adhesive mucus. Mucus produced while the organism is moving is weakly adherent. Other times, when the organism needs to buckle down and stick firmly, a stronger adhesive is generated. These animals have managed to do something we humans haven't, 
create a glue that works to stick on wet, slippery rocks and is instantly reversible and is biodegradable. And this was invented by many different lineages of marine animals independently. Not bad for invertebrates with no brains. Who's the dummy now? This has been episode 49 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on Wabanaki land. Check out a photo of these sticky creatures on our Instagram. Search at The Essential Rhythm. The music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.